Ding dong, muggins and cream have done another podcast. Ding dong, muggins and cream have done another podcast. Linda, Marty is a pincer. I knew you missed the intros. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Ah, oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? All right. In an ideal holocaust... <laughs> One where I was in charge. Uh, who you kill now? Uh, who's who's got to go? Journalists. And, and and you know, there's so many of them are bad nowadays that I do reckon it's worth killing all of them. So you just wouldn't have any news. When was the last time you saw a journalist give the news? I like actual just here's the facts. I'm not going to extrapolate on it and whatnot. Where is it? Probably. Probably reading like New Scientist, aye, or I, I quite like reading The Economist, but like both of them feel like quite a. But no, this is the thing. I'm. I want to be that. I want to be I, I, for people listening and not watching. He calls a wank out with his hand. No, I just said it's all very wanky. I try to read that stuff too because I'm like, this feels like something uh, a smart person would read, and, and then I, you read it and you're like, why do I need a fucking thesaurus for this? Like there yeah. isn't. Like I've read Bill Bryson books. You can't explain this to me in a way that makes sense. Uh-huh. You're just wanking into your own mouth while writing this article because you know you're smarter than me, which suggests to me that you're not very good at journalism because the job is to neutrally explain things that I don't understand at me so I can arrive at my own conclusions as opposed to you forcing them on me. But then where do people who have actually way smarter than us get their news without getting patronised? Like, it's us that... You can do it it in a non-patronising way. It's us that are stepping out of our zone, (laughs) you Mm. know? We're stepping out of their turf. Uh, well, look, fair enough, but they're just they're going to fall under. I wasn't even going for like news journalists, right? Uh, we went to see Spider Man, uh, the new one. Yesterday. I am getting rave reviews off people. I haven't read any journalism, but people are saying it's class. Man, it's it's the best Marvel movie since Endgame. I was texting your ma about it. It's, it's the so- best Marvel movie since Endgame, hands down. And I read a bunch of reviews for it, and they're all like three or four stars. And you're going right, so you're you're just trying to one. What are you doing? Why are you trying to write a neutral review about Spider-Man? Nobody watching Spider-Man or any of the Marvel movies is a neutral. So you're writing writing a fucking review for absolutely no one apart from yourself. What you're doing is you're writing a review which is, I'm better than this movie because I'm not sucked into the hype, which is fine. Don't write a fucking review about it. Don't just specifically go out to have a negative review because you've seen so many positive things out there and you know it's there and you're like, right, for the sake of clickbait, for the sake of selling fucking uh, adverts on my website, I'm going to have a contrary opinion for movies that I don't even like in the first place. I shouldn't be reviewing them. I should not review food restaurants, ever. I should never review food restaurants. I shouldn't review music albums. Right, it's uh, that's it's, not my yeah, thing. Yeah, you should you should review a cricket match. No, just I, stuff, stuff that isn't for you. Stuff that's not for you. Do not fucking review it. That's a disingenuous fucking review. It's just you going. I hate this thing, and people going. We don't care. I don't care if you hate a thing that I fucking love. So that what, makes, what drew you to the review? 
What made you read it? Oh, you just you just know that you're aware that them reviews exist. Yeah, it was just yeah. I was just I I think I was on like my fucking Google page and it was like Spider Man receives three stars from the Guardian. You're like I don't care what the Guardian thinks about Marvel movies. Uh, like why have you even wasted fucking money? Like yeah, that's why I want to know. I know. I want to know what they think of PS Morgan. Aye, that's why I'll <laughs> never. That's why I'll never subscribe to the Guardian because you are wasting money paying a journalist who doesn't know anything about Marvel movies to review. Marvel movies. You don't have a good business structure. It's it, oh, I can't. Man, it's it's a phenomenal movie. So it's, I a cla- it's a class film. It's unbelievably good. I, I'm I'm so fucking stoked for this one because I know you. I said can't it, even overhype it. I know you said it's the best since Endgame, but I I think like it's the only one I've really looked forward to since Endgame. Because some of them, I mean, I've still looked forward to. I still haven't watched two of them: The Eternals and Shang Chi. Shang, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings? Aye. So I'm, I'm sure they're class, but like because I was bought into the Marvel pre-Endgame, this is all new to me. Now aye. the Spider-Man for me is like, um, that's still part of that. Aye. And it and it's it's still ongoing. Man, like, Laura sobbed and Cullen cried legitimately at the movie. <laughs> like it was... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but tell me about uh, Colin Sobbin. No, I, don't, I can't give away any spoilers. I, w- I won't. I wouldn't dare spoil this movie for anyone. I would just oh, say, wait, Colin. Is it as bad as when Khan cried at goal? No, man. If anyone didn't fucking tear up during the Marvel movies, you don't enjoy the Marvel movies, and you don't deserve. Oh to yeah, watch. you cried at Endgame. I didn't cry at Endgame. John no, Hastings no, cried at Endgame. No, no, you, you, no. John Hastings. No, no, no. Covered no, in snot. He's no, what, he's what no, cuddling. No. <laughs> you cried John Hastings <laughs> cried at Endgame. <laughs> You hadn't even seen seen any of the previous movies. <laughs> was it Hastings that cried? It was Hastings that cried at Endgame. I was what I I fucking loved it, and I've probably cried at it since. But no, I don't cry in cinemas. On, on the way back from, um, I, I visited home last night when Ashton at my auntie's, and um, on the way back we we'll listened uh, we we'll to your episode as well. The what, what's it called? Paul McCaffrey and Sean. What upset you now? What upset you now? And Carl Donnelly was on one of the episodes. Listen to that one; it's a good one. And um, I felt attacked by all of us. What upset you now? Aye, because he, he was like um, adults who like children, kids stuff. And his examples were Marvel movies, which I love. Mm-hmm. And even though he didn't directly hit us, right? He took a pop of blokes that play with Lego. Aye, and I've always fancied that. Well, I, to be I, fair, I, what I think Carl Donnelly' problem is Carl Donnelly doesn't like Chris Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's happened. Has he just had a, a passive aggressive yeah, thing? And Chris he's, just got, he's like, I can't come on a podcast and go, what's upset you now? Chris Ramsey's upset me now. So what I'll do is I'll just vaguely put this under the fucking radar. That's what I personally think's happened there. Well, I was caught in the crossfire. As you were called on Lee, you still Because, man, I listened to that one friends. too. And, man, it's. Uh, Carl Donnelly likes hipster fucking bands, man. Like, I'll let him have those. You let me have Marvel movies. Uh, when when he when he um, when his baby was born, or just before his baby was born, he went and bought a vintage like Victorian <laughs> Victorian pram, Aye. right? Which like you know the, the technology is advanced and that's cool, right? But you think that that you gonna began to uh, bumpy pavements with that? <laughs> Aye. Aye. It's also so not. He's, cool. he's he's like uh, what he loves is like throwback stuff. He likes vintage stuff. He likes yeah, which is why which is what which is where his argument falls down with Marvel movies. The reason adults like Marvel movies is because they grew up reading comic books. Uh-huh. The reason I love Marvel, the reason I loved fucking Spider Man so fucking much is there's so many comic book references in it mm. that I read when I was thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh man, if you want to go for a really old school 
vegan fucking coffee press from 1920. Fucking have that, don't uh, Yeah. Um, and uh, another one that they threw in and got us with, but I totally accepted it, was the uh, men collecting sticker books. Dad pointed and laughed in my face, and she was like, "You've never finished one." And I'm like, "That's not the point." Because uh, you know, you know what? When I was thinking about it, when I when we were driving, we did in such a close group of friends, right? Of like four or five people that do it, mm. and there isn't a financial restriction on we. Like we don't have pocket money, we don't have our parents giving an allowance of stickers, right? Mm. You, so you can just go out there and buy the book if you wanted to. None of them really have. Like you've chucked more money at the most. Right, yeah. But I'll go in and like I'll, when I'm on tour, I'll have like a couple of packets of stickers. I every can play day. the Scotland one because Scotland hasn't had a Panini sticker album since uh-huh. I was eight years old. So I was like, right, I'm completing this one. And um, it's school. You'll have hundreds of people at once doing it. And even if you get like two packets a day each, the swapsy game is rich. Aye. So that makes sense. You need to have a community of... It's a uh, trader's market. It's a trader's market. You need to have a proper silk road of stickers going on. You kind of just it between four blocks with cash. It's not the same game. It's a diff- It's a completely Aye. different game. And, it, and, it, and you are desperately trying to recapture your youth there. Also, uh-huh. I disagree with them on the Lego thing, but I mean, I don't do Lego, but every Christmas I buy my dad just a massive bit of Lego because it's something he'd never buy himself. And I'm like, man... If you, if oh, is that is that for your dad? Aye. I saw that the huge one. He, he doesn't listen to this, does he? He does, but he does. He, no, he knows. But man, all all I've ever bought my dad for the past five, six Christmases and birthdays is you know I'm a, he's got a successful son, and I'm just Aye. like man, you know what? I'll buy you the big toy that you'll never buy yourself. Aye, and when you go to his house, right? My mum spent all this money on her lovely new kitchen. It's amazing. Her kids are gone, so she's done it up. It's stunning. And all along the top is all the Legos my dad's built. <laughs> Amazing. In the kitchen. <laughs> yes. Uh, totally ruining it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for your mum, not for him. Well, to be fair, I don't know if my mum likes it or not, or whether my dad's just put it up there knowing she can't reach it. Uh, <laughs> so whether it's just... <laughs> <laughs> he's just put it up there. Uh, uh, she, could reach, she could reach it with a baseball bat if she, want, if she wanted <laughs> she it. Could if she really wanted it down, she'd get it down. She's letting him have his candy. Um, well, I will say this about uh, Carl Donnelly. So I've come off of... Uh, Instagram one because I'm I'm better than you and I'm better than everyone that listens to this. Uh-huh. Uh, just so you know, I'm off all social media, which objectively means I'm a better human being than you. Mm. And I'm allowed to say this at least once a week. Not all of them. It's like we've, being vegan. We've got at least five times listeners, and we've got followers on Instagram. So a lot of them are cooler, as cool as you. Oh, there they. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair enough. All right. Well, but those of you that are on Instagram, I'm fucking better than you, and you fucking twerk losers. <laughs> and everybody that's just. Uh, Wants to be worse than Daniel? Follow us on Instagram. Aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> We've got if, if you're like, I can be worse than Daniel. That's not. That's not. That's not that bad. It's only by his judgment. Aye, aye. And I don't respect that. I only marginally enjoy his comedy. Um, I've come off Instagram and I have done it at the worst time because you're really loving Carl Donnelly's. Um, is his boozy advent calendar like I am genuinely at one point going to have to go upstairs like a toddler to Cara and be like can I borrow your phone <laughs> go on your Instagram so I can watch Carl Donnelly's Man. advent calendar you're like the, the the smoker that quit smoking but all you've done is quit buying the tabs <laughs> <laughs> I've not done that yet I'm just letting you know I, I'm, at one point I am have to I'm going to have to go up because I, man, first of all, I love. Uh, even though I disagree with everything he said on uh, what's mm. upset you now. No, the worst thing is I agreed with some of it. <laughs> I just got hit by it. It's, it, it's like I guess like our muggle corner. 
when it, when it, it, oh, it, would, yeah. it would it would really swipe the legs of good people. Aye, <laughs> 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 so I was a bit. Uh, uh, I, I love I love his advent calendars, and I just fucking I could listen Aye. to Donnelly talk for a fucking he has a long co- time. He has a cocktail every morning because his wife has set him up with a. She's bought. I think last year it was coffee beans. Yeah, I watched all of those. Because he's massively into his coffee, so every morning he'd go like a different type of coffee, and he'd drink it, and he'd fucking review it. And look, I couldn't give a shit about coffee, but like, can't only reviewing anything. I'll just watch it. Uh, it's fucking. It's just a silly man. Aye, <laughs> aye. A, he's also. I tell you, what, I tell. You, I'll say this about fucking Donnelly. He has become so fucking handsome in his old age, and not I, his old age, and he's aged fast. Aye. Like, I remember it, when Donnelly had long, scraggly fucking hair, wore glasses, had a bit of a fucking pot belly. And I was, feel like I could probably, like, say there was, like, five solid Carl Donnelly evolutionary phases. Aye. And I think you're referring to the Napoleon Dynamite one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I definitely am. <laughs> not, his, not his leather jacket and eyeliner one. <laughs> no, no. But this, this new... This the, new one. Is, this new stage of... Is elderly hippie. Ah, uh, but 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 classy elderly uh, hippie. He's got, he's got a he's got a non-November moustache. Yeah, but like so pristinely kept, and it's the right type of silver fox. He's got one of those. It's like a lovely quiff back fucking. He's he's, he's greying and balding and owning it. Yeah, is he balding? It's thin. All oh, right, you okay. can see a bit of head through his hair. Okay, but it's like long and he's able to get it up. Because there was a bit where he put his head down and it was, it was like, you know how mine's going like that, but like all the way to the front. Aye. Um, and he's also he's said, fucking he's a, owning it. He looks, he looks like a fucking class old man. He's he only 39. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> not, not <laughs> I think he's a couple of years older than me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> No, I reckon. But he looks like a class pensioner for a forty-year-old. Well, because I know he's got. He's, he's just had his. Well, not just had his. I think his, his firstborn's almost a year old now. Yeah, like no older. Like, yeah, uh-huh. um, year and a half. Year and a half. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, um, because of the whole fucking lockdown and me moving away from London, I haven't met her yet. I uh, know. I got. I almost managed to uh, meet them in Australia, but was seeing Jean on that day, so just uh, couldn't. Unfortunately, she much like so. My granddad was is well, still is a fucking silver fox. Uh, but was when he was younger, all of my mum's and auntie's friends absolutely fancied the pants off of my granddad. Like it was like there. Is that the one with the like um, the tash that he keeps off his lip and off his nose? It's like a, pro, a RF tash. Dick Van Dyke, a yes. Pen, a pencil tash. Aye, the one that looks. The, the one that I shaved in once after November. Aye. And aye. it looked awful on us. Yes, aye. <laughs> this, this ginger, <laughs> this ginger copper strip across my lip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, he, he he's doing it right. He yeah yeah. That that's what Do- I think. That's gonna when Donnelly's daughter gets to like fourteen, fifteen. If he keeps going the way he's going, and I just don't see how he doesn't at this point. I reckon unless he just fucking loses it, I reckon he's gonna be like talk of the teenage girls. He's gonna be like the the older man crush. They're like, oh, can we have a sleepover at yours? Uh-huh. Whatever his daughter's called, <laughs> Twyla. Twyla. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Um. So, have you ever done any like dressed anything like ironically, and then bumped into somebody that's dressed like that earnestly? No, but I've done things 
sincere. <laughs> like, man, I tried to get a top knot. <laughs> like, literally, you remember that whole <laughs> fucking face? Yes. My gran, that was the, like, you know how oh. grands love you unconditionally and, like, you're the apple of their eye and mm-hmm. everything? My gran looked me in the eyes and told me she loved me less when I had a top knot. Loved you less. <laughs> That's hilarious. Is that, like, is that your gran, Jenny? No, no, she would never say anything of that ilk. Because, no, uh, can I tell you a recent thing with your gran, Jenny? I, um, I had a book bought by her for, you know, the book about you uh-huh. from the podcast, uh, um, from the first European tour. That I sell over Christmas as stocking fillers. Um, she bought one, and I just wrote like a little note, and I, said, uh, I hope you enjoy the scientific studies of this subject that's close to your heart, blah, 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 yeah. right, and sent it, right? And um, I've, I still haven't replied to her, actually. She messages on Facebook, uh, thanking us for the kindness of just sending it out of the blue. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, someone bought her that and didn't tell her they were going to buy her it. And then I've sent it because they bought her it, and now she thinks that I've just thought of her. And I don't want to burst a bubble on that. Yeah. But I also. Don't want to step on someone's Christmas gift. It'll be Kim. <laughs> Fucker, who cares? <laughs> It'll be my Annie Kim, doesn't matter. Well, I'm just going to go in and just act oblivious. <laughs> and just go, oh, I hope you enjoy it and all that. And just act oblivious to this whole situation that aye. she thinks I've bought it. And I don't want to burst a bubble. But. Yeah. Aye. But you, you bought my granddad Christmas present. dead sweet of you, actually. So I am. Real sweetheart. I'm going to have to buy the rest of your family <laughs> present new. Otherwise, that's going to be the target of Christmas. Aye. Oh, Kai bought us a gift and everyone's going to be like, yeah, where the oh, fuck's yeah. my gift? Aye, fucking hell, you waited a couple of months till my granddad <laughs> after the sting of his death had gone past. <laughs> now you're trying to fucking seduce I'm fucking my granddad. fucking moving in, sending a handwritten note. <laughs> <laughs> to be, is it my my granddad passed in February March? That's been a resp- that's nine months. That's a respectable amount of time for a you know a widow of that age. You know, if if I was single and that sparked something between me and your grand, and I moved up to Thurso and just give her a really nice end of the end of her life, would you be, would you begrudge her that? <laughs> I wouldn't begrudge her that. <laughs> I you wouldn't know, begrudge I, her that. There's another part of that relationship. If I just had a fairy tale affair with your, with your gran. <laughs> my favourite thing in the world would be my dad at Christmas being like, I'm not calling him dad. <laughs> like, nobody's asking you to, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm holding a hand. I. As long as, look, it's not, it doesn't have to be, you know, it, look, if there's anything more to that relationship, you know, be respectful in the sense that just don't tell us about it. But as long as she's yeah, happy. You know, if, I, if, if I legit loved her, like, if I just, like, if I just saw through the fact was old and I just loved her out of her soul. And, like, uh, and she's and, very and easy you, to love to her soul. Uh, and you didn't know, you maybe had questions whether there was anything sexual to it. Uh, like, but we didn't, we didn't publicise any of that. We so just done everything together. <laughs> We shared a bed. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be weird because I know she's got one of those beds with the. And I can't have Sorry, I should clarify. I was doing a mime there, which is the bed <laughs> going up and down. Like she's, she doesn't have like a bed filled with vibrators. <laughs> you know, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo setting activated. <laughs> it's not. It's like a. Turns out she doesn't even need me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if if I like, um, don't ask him more kisses with her. Like rub noses. She does. She likes those. I bet she does. <laughs> she does. She lives in Thistle. Wait, how do you know that? She lives in Thistle. She couldn't be close out of the fucking North Pole unless she was Icelandic. Um, so so if I like, and I called her me Jenny, but like in a forest gum voice. 
Um, well, I mean, it would suggest to me that you've not watched Forrest Gump recently <laughs> and you don't know what a cunt Jenny is. Oh, yeah, no, I do. She's not great. Bad egg. I don't think I'd be... You wouldn't be no. against it? I wouldn't be for it. Don't say it in that way. Like, it's, there's, a, there's a middle <laughs> ground, whereas the best thing I could do... Yes, the so best me. thing I could do was be happy for her, and then, like, when, if and when she does pass, I would be like, right, I've got some fucking questions for you. Like, I don't want to do this in front of her while she was alive, because I don't want her to disrespect how happy she was. But what the... Natalie, come in here. What the fuck was that? We've both got some serious questions here at this point. But would you be my best man? <laughs> <laughs> she, she just wants to remarry so she can spend the okay, if you get remarried then, no, then I'm then I'm then I'm more suspicious then I'm like this is something to do with the well like <laughs> I'm trying to get in on you aye. I'm trying to get in on you aye, I'm like that's now it's fucking sus <laughs> now it's sus no, but if I went Danny look I promise you there's a prenuptial agreement I didn't get any of the money this is nothing but love I don't want to ask another. I don't want to ask another best man. I've already like, and I'm remarrying. Aye, well, she probably, not, should probably ask. It's not, it's, it's not like I, it's not like I wheel out the B team for my second <laughs> wedding. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't degrade somebody by asking. By asking. I them. think at that. I think at that point, I would genuinely there would be two people I'd have to ask. <laughs> One would be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like. I'd, I, I would. He's one of the page boys. He's my son. He's my son. He's coming the flowers. He's, he's got them stuck in his beard like one of those awful fucking hipsters. And the other person, because... He'd be dressed like me too. Because you got to remember, I wasn't on your side during your wedding. Oh, yeah, I... I was on Natalie's side. Uh, I was there. So, out of respect for her, I would have to be like, look... Um, <laughs> this is weird, Aye. but she does seem happy. Also, by the way, how did he bring this up with you? Did he just fuck off? Did he just take the car <laughs> and drive north? And you were just tracking him on Find My Friends. And you're like, oh, he's probably just got it through it. Visit Slosser. Oh, he's gone put a pass Edinburgh. He's in Fife now. Or maybe he's got to see Slosser's mum and dad. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, fine. He's gone past Aberdeen. Maybe he's off up visiting Gareth's family. That's a fucking... He's still going with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, anyway the reason we're getting married is because she doesn't want to have a child out of wedlock <laughs> oh, no then it's <laughs> aye, then me and my brothers me and my brothers and my dad were hunting you down aye, that takes away the ambiguity of our sex life <laughs> aye so anyway me, me and Jenny got a thing going on having a wee flirt uh, we sent, I sent her a present oh, and that's going to come up over Christmas tonight <laughs> <laughs> Just, just letting you know. Okay, just enough. letting you know that's what's happened. Oh. I had an um, interesting, interesting, and uh, wonderful family gathering. That um, it, it was interesting because it's the first time it's ever happened where every descendant of me granda Pete and the partners that in. we know of. <laughs> <laughs> my harem wasn't there. Jenny wasn't there. You know what I mean. <laughs> Um, we're all in one room at the same time. All right, so it's, it's never happened before because it could have happened at my wedding. Hold on, remind me, Harry, your dad? No, Granda Grand Pete. Sorry, Pete's your dad's dad. Uh -huh. Right, yep. so that's that's your dad. Uh huh. That's you, your sister, and your brother. So hold on, let me dad and his sister. So me and Linda. Oh yeah, right, yeah so that, that's the two of them from your right. Granda Pete. Right? Like, I always find it fucking sick that your dad. 
has a sister called Linda. Aye. And my sister had a baby father called Gavin. It was a brother's name. It's it's um, it's hereditary <laughs> to go seek out a partner with your sibling's name. Aye, aye very, very odd, but we'll, we'll let it slide, Kev. I've insulted you enough on this podcast over the years. <laughs> so um, Linda yeah. has got a daughter, fella, two kids and a dog. Mm-hmm. Fella's not a descendant of your granddad, though. Let's no, go for but, that. Um, aye, but it's part of the... Yeah. Um, me daughter, me daughter, me, me daughter... She's the only one that wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to keep her under wraps. <laughs> oh, did we have a time with that on the podcast where I had an ill-timed pregnancy where I went to meet a girl and she was as pregnant as the last time I shagged her? <laughs> You're like, God, I hope that I hope this girl's a slut. <laughs> I was like, I was like. I'm just doing the maths here. Could, could could that be me? And she was like, it's my husband's. And I, was like, <laughs> like, I was like, but could it be me? And she was like, don't argue with a pregnant woman. But no. Kara says that all the time. It's my, it's my, <laughs> it's my millionaire husband, yeah. not the chav in front of us now with 30 grand of debt. That's what Kara says all the time too. I don't so let's um, let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> okay, let's move. I've never asked any more questions. No, I've uh, you know, uh, yeah, every time a pregnant woman says, "Don't argue with a pregnant woman," that's when I stop. Aye, <laughs> so. that's, aye and they do use that a lot. Uh, Ms. Cara's fucking it's base. Let's uh, say. Aye, she uses it on her on her. Uh, she's doing a monopoly deal when she's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she uses it on her, her parents all the time I say her parents, her mum I love Cara's parents in her dad's class But her mum is so excited for a new baby That she's, in Cara's eyes I don't feel it Her mum can be a bit overbearing with it And her whole thing is just Don't argue with a fucking pregnant woman Aye. You take that, that Aye. is base Aye. You kind of be like, nah, nah, nah vetoed <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so, Gav- so, so from uh, so that's me, Annie Linda's side, right? Uh, down to the two youngins. Mm-hmm. Um, Gav being my dad's eldest mm-hmm. with his uh, fiance, his daughter. Yes. Uh, me with Natalie, mm-hmm. my wee dog. Aye. And um, Justine. And Justine with Logan. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time we've all been in one room. Aye. And did like what, did, took, did what, the ghost of your granddad come back? Was there like a one of the late, one of the lights started flickering? Did somebody it? said it. Oh, there's granddad trying to get through. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's some bad DIY from Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, still, uh, we still live on the estate, mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're quite uh, posh, actually. Me, my auntie said you've, you've uh, met me auntie Linda, haven't you? I think I probably have, yes. Uh, but I've 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 met them like in amongst the punch drunk. Chaos that uh, like they're uh, look, th- oh, just no, no, no. you know if you if you were, if you went on like a whose house is this like through the keyhole of um of like Lloyd Grossman who lives uh, in a house like this you would never guess one of my family members <laughs> 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 just, just saying <laughs> man I feel the same way about your current house <laughs> like, I go who lives here you're like me and I'm like right well Natalie does and you're also here <laughs> like that's <laughs> um, so I, uh, my brother brought his tripod, and we got like a proper cheesy family photo. Right. It was like some. I <laughs> love 
I mean, you've met my family mm. on both sides, very, very close across the fucking board. Uh-huh. Uh, th- those fam- those big ass family photos definitely get them printed out onto like a big fucking yeah. canvas sort of thing. It was funny because we we put like uh, three chairs for the three laddies. They're all like similar age, like right. you know that that age between like seven and ten. Right, yeah. and, the, and uh, they just wanted to play on the computer, and they get called through for a photo, and we will put like three chairs out for them, like they're on thrones, and they're all sat there looking bored as fuck. Right, they are like, "Oh, why have I got to do this?" And cousin Kelly's like, "Stop slouching, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Look nice for the photo." And he's just like, oh, "I'd rather die." Aye. And I was watching there, but I was like, "You have got no idea how much this photo is going to mean to you. Like, I, like it's pointless even trying to explain it to you now, but you are going to fucking." Cherish this photo at one point, like hundred percent. I, I, uh, one of the, my favorite things, and I completely agree with you. I think it's one of the signs of getting older when you really, really enjoy looking at younger photos of yourself, and you just, and everyone fucking does it, and it's like this moment you go, God, I'm old, because you sit there, go, God, look how young we looked. Like, we were kids then. Mm-hmm. I remember there was at least two fringes, and I'm so glad that I fucking did this, where I just bought heaps and heaps and heaps of disposable cameras and left them around the fucking house. Mm-hmm. And I've got two filled albums in that house of just those two fringes. Class. And occasionally I'll bring those out and we will look through and fucking... Boy, do we all look like children. We're starting to look young in photos now. Aye. Aye, I felt like we were mortal for a little while there. Aye. And then... No, 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 we were mortal. <laughs> we were completely mortal. Aye. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm we... mortal. <laughs> That's where it comes from. <laughs> and then I live the photos that are popping up on Time Hop now, because Facebook is starting to, starting to come into its adolescence. You know, you're starting to get time hops from like 12 years ago now. It's not just like, it, it, there, was a, there was a point back then where time hops were just from five years ago and it didn't mm. get any further back. If you want to get further back than that, can in the biscuit tin under your mother's bed. Aye, aye. Oh, I think ca- cameras go back, but I, I think her time hop like goes from her camera as well. Also, she just keeps fucking everything. Cara, you know how I'm, <laughs> like, there's no point in me taking photos because I don't share photos and then I'll, I don't save them to anything aye. and they're gone. Cara is the opposite with everything. She has, and it's it kills me because this happened yesterday when her parents were dead. She's still got the messages of us flirting with each other right at the start. I did I tell you what I'd done with their messages from me and Natalie? I was with you. We were in fucking Estonia when you were doing uh-huh. it. I screen captured them and put them into a moon pig card. So the whole moon pig card was just our first our first banter. My, I don't think there is. Uh, I don't. First of all, I don't think you should ever hit anyone unless it's within a professional sport in which you've both consented. I think sometimes there are people. Some people well, deserve I've, to I've be disappointed you on many occasions. I was about to add another stipulation, <laughs> which is I also think there's some people do deserve to be hit. They absolutely deserve to be hit. And if you're somebody that's handing out that justice, even though I don't, I don't agree with with the, the kangaroo court of street judgment. Yeah, yeah, but but it's. I, I also don't think it's morally reprehensible in that t- uh, uh, me personally yeah. just me I would like to go my entire life without ever hitting someone uh, least of all a woman least of all a pregnant woman least of all a pregnant woman that I love she started reading out the messages we were sending to each other during a, a, our initial courtship in front of her parents right? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, do you want, I will fucking slap you off of this fucking chair. What are you doing? What are you, this is, because what's excruciating, was so, first of all, the reason I'm angry is because I'm, 
a different person now. And that was when, like, man, this was at the start of our relationship when it was all secret. We were just flirting with each other. Uh, she you're, was, you're an undercover whip as well. I know you are. I, we, I, well, I, I'm less undercover now. But but no, 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 man. If it was just fucking weapiness. I, I don't, I'll own my fucking way. I'm a soft cunt, man. I cry at fucking movies. Man, I watched The Blind Side on the train the other day just to make myself cry because like You that, needed a release. Yes, <laughs> man. I, when, when little Ali told, when little Ali sent the first photo of his new baby, I cried for like five minutes, right? I'm just at that stage. I'm Milo now and yeah. I'm fine being Milo. Milo was right. I'm fully on board. Team emotion. That's this so is all funny. fucking grand. Because Natalie was telling me I should have a cry after the tour and I was just saying, nah, got a bottle of political black and say, kill myself <laughs> bleed the radio man it's not okay <laughs> it's not okay to not be okay <laughs> I need to, I'm a man I need to step up <laughs> no you gotta you gotta uh, you so you, you do but not me <laughs> everyone else can do it but not uh, 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 uh. I get it pussies <laughs> do what you've got right, to do if you're, gonna, if you're gonna be fucking gay I've got no problem with it but I'll not do it myself uh, <laughs> On a shoulder to cry on, there's a hard shoulder on the M6. <laughs> <laughs> I do it in silence. Um, I've got no problem with fucking weapons, but what I fucking hate was how fucking cool I used to think I was and how much of a fucking player I clearly thought I was. Just you know the you know the standard rule that you have, which is like always text a girl as if somebody's reading over your shoulder. I didn't do any nah, of that. You're, like, my mind was, her friends are looking at it because she's shown them, oh, and yeah. your friends have looked over your shoulder and spotted what you're saying. You can't go fucking wrong. If if you're, if you're looking good in the eyes of an onlooker when you're, when you're in the dating game, you can't go wrong. Well, man, look, it clearly worked. Right, clearly worked because she's... Way, because none of our friends saw it and told her, told her to take a blinker so... <laughs> Nobody put a right. I. Uh, what are you saying? I can't. I, man, I really like. I always like, text a girl like she's going to marry you, then read it out to our parents in five years. I, I cannot. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is the most sound bit of advice I could. Man, it was. Ex- it's just me because it was it, even worse. It was. I mean, talking about fucking weapons. It was the night. Because man, I fa- fancied Cara. Well, we both fancied each other, but. I don't know why I was so obsessed with that. She was one of the first people, even though we hadn't even fucking shagged at this point, that I told about the fucking Netflix deal the night of Bulgaria. Uh, you just right. trusted her? Or did you just want to give us something to build trust around? I don't know. But, but like, I, you, I, might, I, you might be a fucking dick about this, but let's find out. A little test. No, but I think it was like I was excited and there was people I wanted to tell. Obviously you. I told mm. my family. There was only a certain amount of people I could tell, right? So it, was, it obviously goes family, you, Gene, uh, the alleys. Um, I eventually told the goats, but I wanted them to do it in fucking person. And then for some reason, at the moment in time, me heart said, Cara. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. But instead, and it was clearly like an emotional thing. But I, I couldn't be as like, hey, I really like how I would trust you with this. So I was blatantly trying to fucking cover it with, I, I, man, it was just excruciating. I cannot. Was it like, oh, this is embargoed by millions of contracts and you're not allowed to tell anybody? <laughs> yes. I. Uh, so, section 32B of Employment Law Tribunal <laughs> number 74. <laughs> like, like, shut the fuck up, man. No, <laughs> just... <laughs> Well, because that was the that was the night that I just came from bursting into tears while we were out drinking in a really nice in Bulgaria. 
high. And also, like, you're like Bulgaria is one of those places where you're like, I'm going to do some, uh, there's going to be some controversial stuff in this show. And then you do pro game material or you do uh, sex education stuff. And they're like, ooh. And you're like, oh man, that was not the controversial uh, stuff. Oh shit, that was the progressive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the controversial stuff that just enjoying it, like, without any sense of irony. I uh, just been like, oh, here we go. That's a great idea. Why, 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 tell us more why journalists belong in the Holocaust. <laughs> They're like, this is great. Fuck, yeah. is this guy from Russia originally? Yeah. This is class. How do we elect this guy? Aye. Um, oh, yeah, real bad. I had to take her, I was like, I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, come here. Psst. Aye. Aye. It's just you and our parents uh, in the room. Dave, like, Dave right. don't worry about it. I'm just adding it. Aye, it's about your Christmas, whatever. Come here. Time to time out. We're calling uh, a time out. It's like basketball. I think you can do that in basketball. <laughs> can you? Feels like you can. It feels like you can just stop a basketball game at any point, can you? <laughs> what a sport. What a sport. Oh, we're getting beat. Stop! <laughs> stop! We're getting beat, guys. <laughs> Everybody in. No, you already get three intervals. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh, yeah, 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 got you, got you. Took her aside and I was like, man, I don't mind you having that. I don't mind, like, obviously, if it keeps you fucking happy and you're, like, reading it, please, no. Man, it's like my old stand-up specials. Not enough time has passed yet, and I can't, I can't laugh at myself enough yet beyond this, so can you just not... But they still exist, though. You didn't go to delete them. She's not. She wouldn't delete them. Kara doesn't delete fucking anything. So she wins so many arguments. And also, like, she's got. I think that's why she's got such a good memory. Kara could lie to my fucking face about things because my memory is so bad. I'll just go, okay. Like, did you fill up the car? Yes, your car with petrol. She's like, I told you to do it. I'm like, well, that might be true. Uh, <laughs> probably. I all right. Fair enough. I've lost this argument. I say that when when Natalie went to pick us up from Edinburgh Airport instead of Glasgow, and then yeah. I rang again. I'm here already, and she's like, "How are you here? I'm already past. I'm just past Falkirk." <laughs> like, and she was like, "You said Edinburgh," and I was like, "Sounds like me." <laughs> I did not remember saying that. I don't have any reason to say that. Nope. There's no grounds, but I, I'm, I'm not confident enough. I, to I, I've been lawyered somehow. <laughs> Somehow I've been lawyer. Right. I'm I'm trusting you to not use my shite memory against me mm-hmm. and, and, and use it to win win arguments, but I'll never know. I'll Aye. never know whether that's you know ever ever since that poop means shit and not farts thing, mm. I've just doubted everything that I've ever known to be true. <laughs> like even when I'm like right a lot of the time, uh, I'll just mandibles. Go, mandibles, <laughs> your, your little handibles. Mandible handibles. <laughs> Like, just ever. <laughs> There's just enough moments now for us to just be 100% certain about a thing and go, probably wrong. Aye. What is, what is reality? Is is that because, because I'm, I'm at a similar thing, but mine's is because I fucking hate being wrong so much. So, I hate being wrong. It's what, I think it's one of the worst emotional feelings in uh-huh. the world like especially when it dawns on you and you know how hard a stance you've taken in the mm-hmm. past and then just a new bit and of evidence everything in your bones is telling you to still fight it I, still fight it I fucking you've got this it's not about being right it's about winning <laughs> <laughs> yes I I I think the reason I'm in as I get older I'm more willing to like be less stern and strict in opinions isn't because I'm more mature isn't because I'm actually open to things I'm just like man even if there is a 2% chance you're wrong th- that's like there being a 2% chance of cancer don't fucking risk it it's a horrible feeling it's a horrible horrible uh, I say yeah. that as somebody that smoked for 10 years as if I gave a shit about cancer 
Gav, it's <laughs> true. Gav uh, found something. Oh, my sister showed him something on his um, time hop. Uh, that was a con- real like uh, conviction about something to do with parenting. That was like a complete contradiction to how he sees it now. Know, that he's yeah. got a kid, and um, and he he uh, he saw that and he like absolutely hated it and very much like. Me with Peggy, in yeah. my previous opinion on on dog lovers, and uh, and he just sees he just sees himself like hating his past self, and that become like a topic of conversation. I was like, man, when I see the convictions of previous me, I cringe at it because it's not the me now. It's it feels like somebody else is talking with my face, uh, right? Yeah. But I fucking I still love that dude. I've got without his convictions, I would never have had the career path that I've had because me would have to me now. Wouldn't be able to just fucking go. I'm funny. I could be a comedian. Uh, I'd be like, oh, I'm probably going to get like laughed at and the wrong reasons for this. I uh, maybe I'm not very good at this. I <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There'd be a bit more self doubt creeps in. A bit more like fear of your own mortality. It's like that. Yeah. The arrogance of youth did carry me through at least the first five years of my career. And, and if a byproduct and was the arrogance of youth, uh, <laughs> then such a necessary, such a necessary headstrong. But I think, but I, but I think the thing that makes me cringe most, most about it is, is like especially during my, and don't get me wrong, I'm still, I'm still an arrogant person, and mm. it's, it's something I'm trying to work on within myself. Uh, like that, that lad pulled Natalie. You couldn't have left that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I would be fucking clueless. Hi, <laughs> but, but do you not, do you not lose respect for Natalie for falling for that gun? <laughs> So not a party that goes. She was a mugging out. She's in the back of the I I remember being told so many fucking times, like just people around me going, ah, the arrogance of youth, the arrogance of youth, and me being like, fuck you, I'll always feel this way. And now that I'm like 31, I'm like, I don't fucking feel that way anymore. Like, nice. like, and I don't want to be that, you know. I don't want to be that with the new generation of comics that are coming through, you know, now that we're older comics and not just in the sense we're old age wise, but we've been doing, I've been doing this for 14 years. I am one of the, I'm a seasoned fucking pro at this. Like I am, I I, I don't want to have that, you know, the next time I see the next. Very very close to half of your life being a stand up. Like your next birthday. Yeah. Oh fucking hell. Oh no! <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe how much of a bombshell that was. Well, it's, it's also because I remember when I was when I was when I was eighteen and I'd already been doing it for like two years, well, fucking ninety, whatever. I've been doing it for like two or three years. I remember at the time, you know, because everyone regrets every. The number one regret of most comedians is I wish I started younger, and that's not a regret. I have. And I was like, man, by the time I'm 30, I always just say, by the time I'm 32, I'll have been doing it half of my life. And that was always something so far in the distance. That was like, one day when I'm going to be a dad, which is also fucking it's, it's, it's still It's still muscle memory for you. You could do that bit on stage. Uh, I, <laughs> and it's just happened. Does it count if I, if I well, because I wouldn't have been doing it half of my life because I'm stopping next year. Aye, so you are. You're going to have some time off. Aye, I no longer love stand-up. Uh, so I'm going to stop until I do again. Oh, I'm going to honour the ones, like if you're in France and Norway and all these right. rescheduled dates, those will well be happening. I'm going to honour all the ones. But And, and he's actually probably going to love them more because he knows that this is his little swan song. Well, I'm... Swan song? My logic is, if, if you know, because a lot of these ones are going to have to be rescheduled for like June, July, but just because of everything that's fucking going on at yeah. the moment. I'm like, man, if at those gigs in June, July next year, I go on and do the show and I'm like, oh, I fucking love stand-up again, then... Hey, 
hey, we're back. And then I've got no problem. This isn't like an indefinite thing. But from this moment on... You're not booking in any more gigs? No, under any... There's nothing not you could preview, offer Not a preview, not a festival. Not, not, a, not a fucking five at the stand, not a five at the fucking monkey battle. Nothing. I'm not doing any fucking new shit. I'm not writing new jokes. You're going to get to the end of your diary without aye. putting anything new in. And then uh, I and just fucking stop for a bit just because... I mean, this tour was shite. <laughs> I up, up until... Um, up until New Orleans, it was class. And when I say class, there were still moments where they were like, why were in fucking, why, why were we in like St. Albans and Guildford just before going on the U- US tour? A European one, just before the European tour, when we're going to get back from that and go straight to America, you're looking at it again, there's no room to breathe in between. Mm. But still, I feel like we had a zest for it still in America. And at the end of the American tour, when we had that big group hug with me, you and Neil. Oh, that should have been the end. That, that felt final. And the fact that we come home, we had less than two days in the house and then we're back. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again because the fucking more you say it, the more ridiculous it sounds. Brighton, Aberdeen, Dublin, Bournemouth, Perth was like, we hadn't even had a chance to sleep any of our jet lag. Aye. And we, we got thrown into that. And that was just the beginning of like a four-week spell. Aye. That was fucked. And at the end of it, it, after the Apollo gig, there was not, even though it was the Apollo, even though like it, was, it wasn't your first time there because you've done like a charity show there before and stuff. It was my first time at the Apollo. My partners had come down to see we crossed the finish line. Your mum and dad were there. It, it had all of the ingredients of having fanfare. Last day of the tour, Apollo, surrounded by our loved ones, it didn't. It didn't feel like group hug. We did it. It felt like, what the fuck was that? Who did that? Who the fuck? Uh, own what up. What the <laughs> fuck was that about? Uh, and you just got straight into the taxi back to the hotel. Home. I didn't want to. Uh, oh, we're going to after show's drinks. Enjoy the after show's yeah. drinks. I'm. I'm getting home as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have got an early. So I had a drink with a man. That it was oh, nice. Man. It was like it was. It was. It was nice. Um, but it wasn't fanfare. It wasn't like. Uh, it was it was like getting to the end of a marathon, right? Celebrating the end of the marathon and then finding out that that was just my. They cancelled your training. You had to walk home. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a, it's in a straight line. You have to walk back. Aye, aye. So fucking hell. So aye. Uh, also, fucking uh, to everyone that came out to the Apollo gig. Fucking well done. Can congratulations on a fucking gamble. <laughs> Because London is just ground fucking zero for this. For this new, very boring strain of COVID. Out of uh, 3,000 tickets, um, 500 didn't show. Aye, which is fair enough. Uh, because it, it's man, and whether that's people come in contact, people just don't want to take the risk. Man, we've we, tested positive. We, we got the fucking heebie-jeebies. I was fucking freaking out like fuck on. Uh, I've Wednesday. tested every day since before the Apollo game. Same. I've done. Uh, we've got so many PCRs in the fucking house becoming a season. Man, I'm like a <laughs> season sex worker at this point. I don't even gag anymore. I still do. Aye, I'm even worse. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I, I, I'm getting the pack. I'm like. Look. A Pavlovian response. No, I'm all good, man. And but I think half of it's because I've I've been drinking a canny bit now. I have drank my way through this last while. I've not. I reached the month mark, and then last night we had the first games night we've had in like two fucking months with Gareth and Laura, and and Cara was just like. Please just have a whiskey. Like you've done it. Like, Did you do one? Oh, I had a whiskey. Yes, nice. Oh, nice. Just not and, and not. I think I had about two of them in there. Like it wasn't even fucking drunk. But it's for the past f- four days. I've been drinking alcohol-free uh, ciders. Just because when Cody went sober, he was like, "Man, it scratches an inch. Like it's it's not as good, but it's 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 a, it, it's like 
if you've got the fucking uh, chicken pox, it's like scratching them through an oven mitt, right? It doesn't make it feel better, but it's a minor uh, fucking relief. Yeah. So drinking alcohol-free cider, you, you don't down it. And, and like normally when I drink ciders, I'll down the last third all the time because that's the fucking dregs. You just slowly do it. And so me and Cara just drinking alcohol-free cider together. And, and you know, because the whole deal was, if she ever called solidarity because she's going through pregnancy and being sober because she's such a fucking party animal, if she ever called solidarity, I would do the same thing. And then, because she's sound as fuck, she never did. She was like, I'm not going to, I'm miserable. Why would I ever want you to feel that way? So I did it mainly for myself just because I go through periods of mass consumption and I have to prove to myself personally that, you know, I'm not an alcoholic or a fucking drug addict. But then it's really hard during the holiday season, really hard with friends that you've not seen for a while. Uh, especially now you're home and you're not travelling and you've got any, like, yeah. to, you've got anywhere to be you're and just I'm in not, your own house. And I'm not drinking to get through the night. Uh-huh. It's not like a, it's no longer a coping mechanism. It's uh-huh. no longer like, I need this to have a fucking smile on my face or mm. to, you know, find this material interesting. It's, uh-huh. I'm doing this because I'm with loved ones and, um, I. So you're phasing it back in now or is that no. just a one? One, then, uh, obviously Christmas Day, like, like of course I'm going to drink on Christmas Day, and uh, New Year's Eve, but I still, man, I've not hated being sober, but I'm not going to pretend that I don't miss it. Weed is way more difficult, like, but what I don't miss, which is interesting, I don't miss the pens, I don't miss that, like, now in my head I'm like, I want... I want, if I'm going to be high, and I'm, again, I'm not going to do this for a while because I've now realised the type of high I want to get is that one where you just take a fucking bong hit yeah. and then you watch a movie or you play computer games for a bit. And I'm not going to be able to have that in my life for a while because I think as a parent, you're able to, if you can and you feel comfortable with it, I think at like the end of a night, you're able to have a glass of wine or a whiskey or a beer or, or a gin and tonic, whatever your thing is, and have one of those because mm-hmm. that's a... 45-minute commitment, and you're not shit-faced, you're not uh, anything. It's uh, You could still drive the car in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I, you shouldn't, and I won't, but you could. Whereas I know the type of high I want to, to get is that three, four hours of like, man, I'm really fucking baked, and I just don't think you can be that in your f- first couple of months as a mm. as a new parent. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe other people have done it. Uh, but for me personally, just with my relationship with it, I'm just like uh, that's I've I've, f- I've got three spliffs in the house and I've managed to not touch them yet. Aye, that's uh, a level uh, of fucking self restraint I admire. And I am I'm, I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm properly looking forward to them now. Aye. Um so I because I you know after you left um, London, I stayed for an extra day. And uh this wouldn't have been like Anything you would have been up for at the time, but uh, you know, near and far Camden, where Sarah Holgate works, and and, uh, Mary used to work, and uh, Kirsty, that place is class. It is class. It's so. Have you been before? Yeah, we we went. I think went. Was it Kirsty's birthday thing? Went there. I went there for their opening night. I'm pretty sure, and then also for Kirsty's birthday. Mm. Um, Yeah, I think it's. I had a belt a night there. It was just all the cocktails were class. I went through the. I went through like I had like old fashioned. I had like a martini. I had a gin and tonic and that. And I just kept fucking trying. Like I got I got mashed, and they were bringing um, coffee tequilas. Oh, the coffee patron. 
think it was Cafe Tequila. Is that the same thing? Cafe Patrona. Oh, well, that's I. Aye. aye. So, um, went down in them, and I was I got absolutely fucking smashed. It made a chate for me train journey on the way back the next day. Aye. But I had such a good night there. And then obviously yesterday, I went out to me um, Auntie Linda's for the big gathering. And uh, I got mulled there because Natalie, I drove there, Natalie drove back, so she didn't drink. So I've been mashed the last couple of nights. Um, something I wanted to bring up, the, the Kelly's dog was there, two and a half year old Springer Spaniel, full of energy, and fucking Peggy and, and Max just giving each other the run around all day. Nice. Keep stopping for truces. You know, like they're just chasing each other around. And they were just, I, I couldn't see the signal, but every now and again they would just stop and just have a minute. Like just looking at each other and getting their breath back, and then they would just know at the exact same time, let's go, cunt! <laughs> and mad for like it. Max Holloway in the last 30 seconds of a fight. Aye, it was. It was. <laughs> and it was class because I was like, normally Peggy's like trying to have that with a passing dog Aye. or your cat, your eight year old <laughs> rescue cat, and you have to like rein her in. This was the first time we've been able to go off the leash with another dog Aye. and just find your boundaries with each other. And uh, they, were, they were just like best pals, right? So we're just laughing at this like little side show that's going on in the house. Everyone's having their conversations, catching up for the first time in three years. And these dogs are just fucking like, they'll just bull through and you're going, well, that's happening. And then Peggy just skidded through, right? So we're sat in a circle, I'll turn to each other. Peggy skidded through, lay on her back, legs wide open, and Max started licking her roots. <laughs> <laughs> like as if he was drinking out of a bowl. <laughs> I was like, way fucking there. Uh, I can't look at Peggy, you hussy. And Natalie, listen, don't slut shame our dog. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to say... Pedo shame the other one. She's uh, She's been alone with Natalie for a couple of months. I don't want to say where she learned it from. Aye, she got it from somewhere. It's like. a short mystery. Aye. Aye. She keeps humping Natalie's leg as well. I, I saw that the other day. Aye. I didn't know female dogs humped, but mm. they've got to get theirs too. Aye. It's like what you find out that a lot of lesbians you strap on. She's like, oh, yeah, I mean, of course you do. Yeah, that makes so much more sense to me. Aye. As opposed to just fucking clam slamming for a bit. Aye. I've got no idea. I only know what happens on porn. <laughs> what happens in the real world? Not a freak. Well, not a if, pervert. <laughs> if you watch May Martin's feel good, you'll learn a lot. I'll find out. Um, what's this? I, I every time Peggy humps Natalie's leg, I kick off as if like she's trying it on with me bird. <laughs> I talk about like fucking eat sleeping that of my lass. Back the fuck off, mate. <laughs> do you want to go aside? Do you want to go aside? Uh, I, of course, I do. I, oh, oh, fuck. I've got a 25 minute walk on my hands. I've got to pick up shit. You need to take your poo bag. You've got to pick up that poo. <laughs> so, podcast wise, I, I'm going. This is the last one before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do some in the new year. We're gonna, uh, should, should we do? I'm coming over to do the um, Gloomhaven on 30th. Mm hmm. Should we do like even if it's just a little one? Should we do something just a aye something of a well, new year pod? Aye, something then, and then we'll do some of the new year, and then because I am uh, taking a sabbatical from uh, comedy for a bit, and because it's the baby arrives, uh, there's a baby that arrives uh, for all of February, and um, for an unknown amount of time afterwards, I'll be um, away for a bit, just living my fucking life. Uh, so, Without any of this in it. So we're we're, we're going to keep this going. I'm going to set up a studio in my office at home, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put it to Mark Nelson. Uh, I think he's a, he's a class guest when he's on it. I'm going to see if he'll co-host with us um, for as much as he can. Try and poach uh, Gareth from their podcast. 
Yes, um, we've got Gareth and Colin at our disposal, Aye. which might mean more trips through here, but they might come through, who knows. Um, and I'm also going to keep checking the stand and the Glee listings, because I'm in Glasgow, so it might be that, like, in fact, in fact Larry Dean's just down the road, Aye. Ashley Story lives in Glasgow. Like, this, there's a handful of, uh, I, I could just maybe have, like, rotating guests where some are going to become regulars, just until you get your feet on the ground with a bairn, and then uh, when you're ready, um, then podcasts are boot fatherhood are going to be fucking class Aye. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to them ones well, well it would be a fatherhood podcast if you want that you can go fucking listen no, to but I'm definitely, Josh I'm coming Rob Beckett's podcast which already covers all of that um, my lass's brother Alexander listens to that religiously and he doesn't have kids he doesn't seem to be uh, driven by having kids Aye. but he fucking loves that podcast alright well I mean Rob Beckett's very funny mm. <laughs> <laughs> slam by omission <laughs> I so we'll see is not on th- have a good Christmas just yeah you don't need us in your life for your Christmas man right. um, have have a good Christmas uh, we'll be back on th- on the thirtieth yeah for one of those uh, for an episode then and then back in the new year because um, we've still got some gigs there uh, if you're worried about any of the dates that have been rescheduled um, Aberdeen uh, Dublin. Uh, Budapest, um, Paris, Paris, Cambridge, Cambridge, I think, and then I know there's going to be some of the Scandic dates, uh, like Finland and stuff. All these are still happening, um, but obviously just with everything that's going on in the world and with the, uh, I, I personally think there's going to be fucking changes in January or just after Christmas that's going to happen. Um, all of those are going to be honoured. Please don't think my sabbatical is going to be me cancelling those. They're all going to go ahead. Um, it just means that I'm not doing the fringe next year, and there most likely won't be a tour next year. Um, that's that's it. And if you if you want to, uh, Daniel's book, if you haven't read that yet, get that. No. Uh, mine is for sale on Etsy. There's a limited amount. I only bought so many for Christmas. If uh, if your best friend isn't that good and didn't get you one, treat yourself. There's still a few left. Natalie's working on e-commerce in the house. And there's a uh, my, well, I mean, both of our stuff is available uh, for purchase on, uh, if you go to the Instagram page, there's a link to oh, a match. our merch, yes, uh, and now there's some Team Cream merch, um, I'll be producing some merch as well in the new year at some point, so just fucking stay tuned, we're not, I'm, you know, we're not stopping it. So somebody asked about the stickers, right, because you can get a sticker for each of the merch types, but you can only get like one from each one. And it just starts getting expensive if you fill your basket with each sticker. So what I'll do is I'll order a bunch of stickers online and I'll put them into bundles and people can buy stickers for their laptops and for their fucking whatever, their instruments and that. Sweet. So we'll do that. Uh, I everything, Everything's still happening, just it's going to be different. Have a, have a good Christmas. Uh, look after yourselves. Um, we'll see you next time, you fucking cunts. Bye.